History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. We're over here in the jungles of Cambodia. We're actually next to the Heartland Church in the middle of a uh, banana plantation. And it's a very hot day, probably about 35 degrees. I'm sweating and the power's just gone out at the church. So we just thought we'll come outside here and uh, chill out. And I'd talk to Pastor Chenna now. Uh, Chenna is the pastor of Heartland Church. They do an amazing work for God over here. Uh, they have a number of churches that they've planted, uh, home cells in different people's homes. Um, they have a New Start program where they're teaching children uh, from the slums in Cambodia here, uh, teaching them the uh, the local language and, and just educating the kids. They've got feeding programs where they feed rice uh, and, and other food to all sorts of uh, children around the place. They go and visit the AIDS ward of the hospital regularly. Uh, just incredible ministry. They have a Bible college training young men and women uh, to uh, to be in the ministry, and it's just a great work of God over here. All started by Pastor Andrew Cook several years ago. So Pastor Chenna and his wife Simi lead the church here, and uh, it's been wonderful to get to know Pastor Chenna. So uh, Chenna, would you tell me about your upbringing here in Cambodia? Um, I was born to a Buddhist family. I was born to an average family, not very poor, but not rich also. I was born in 1979, which is the end of the Khmer Rouge, but we still have some civil war happen inside the country because some parties, some people don't like each other and they're shooting and fighting. And also, um, the government and and the Vietnamese soldiers push the Khmer Rouge to the each of Cambodia, to the border of Thailand. But still sometimes Khmer Rouge armies came into villages and they burned houses, they killed people. I still remember the noise, people screaming, and I still remember the battlefield because they came into my village. And when I woke up in the morning, I found a dead body sometime uh, under the trees and near my house. I was born in a hard time. Uh, Cambodia is still hard time because Khmer Rouge people, the Pol Pot, destroy everything. So government worked very hard to start everything from zero again. Everybody uh, always ready to get to the battlefield because we didn't know that when the Khmer Rouge would come back to the country again. So the government distribute guns to the people so they can protect themselves also. But people use the gun in a bad way. They kill themselves. They don't kill the Khmer Rouge army because they get drunk and they get violence in the family. A lot of things went wrong way. By the way, in 1994, uh, my auntie came to my house to meet my my mom and she she's the christian she's the first christian in our family in our uh, relatives and she came to my mom to ask her to come to the christian church and my mom said no and my mom encouraged us to go with auntie because she didn't want to go so in making my auntie happy she, she just want to send the children to the christian church i said no either my auntie just keep coming and ask us to go to the christian church for several times and i i had decided to go with her she said that if you go to the christian church the pastor would give you rice every week for a while and so i was very happy just to get rice but not to be converted so i went to the Christian church for the first time in 1994 with my auntie. I went to the church and I sat at the back of the church 
and every new words, all of new words, and every new activities that uh, disturbed me at the first time at the church because I was a strong Buddhist. I wanted to be a monk. I don't. I didn't want to be a Christian in any way. So I talked to my ancestor spirits in the Christian church that time. I told my ancestor spirit that um, I just came to get right, so don't get upset with me, don't angry with me in any way. I just came to get right. Uh, I didn't want to be a Christian. All happy with me to be a strong Buddhist. That's why I talked to my ancestor spirit in the church that not angry with me. Anyway, after about one hour, uh, the church finished the service, and uh, at the end of the service, my pastor started giving rice to the people to come to his church. He's one of the Khmer refugees from Thailand, so he his family is still uh, supported by the United Nations. They gave him rice, so I was very happy to get rice from him. But in the bag of rice, pastor put the Christian text, the gospel text in, uh, in the bag, and a uh, New Testament Bible, Christian Bible, and he told me that when you got back home, just take time to read the track and take time to read the Bible. I said, yes, to please him. But in my heart, I didn't want to read the Bible. So I said goodbye to him. And when I got back home, just threw my Bible to the corner of my room and uh, didn't um, bother to read the Bible. But when the Sunday comes, I was looking for my Bible. I forgot where I threw it and looking for finally I found it and I dusted off and took the Bible to the church because I thought that if I didn't have the Bible in my hand probably pastor won't give me rice anymore so I brought the Bible back to the church and pastor met me at the door and he asked me if I have any questions to ask him from reading the Bible I said I don't I didn't have any questions to ask because it's all in Khmer so I can read I can understand it in fact, I didn't read any. A few weeks later, I started singing along with them, and I started opening the Bible, and I didn't know un- until I read the Bible that Jesus from Israel. He's not from America. He's not from Australia, but he's from Israel. Later on, about, I think, two months later, pastor ran out of rice. No more rice for the people to come to his church. But I keep coming to the church because I like the songs, and I start reading the Bible. The stories of Jesus' life, story of Jesus' teaching, and he healed the sick, and he cast out demons, and I start like his um, teaching because some of the teaching is similar to Buddhism, like um, but it's deeper than Buddhism. Uh, the Buddhism teaches us to love the neighbors also, but Jesus teaches us to love even our enemies so it's kind of deeper and Buddhism teaches us not to commit adultery but Jesus teaches us that even though you look at the woman and you last after her that's committed adultery in her heart already so kind of go deeper so that's attacked to my heart want to read more and more so I think oh that's deeper finished Matthew and I went to Mark and Luke and John until I came to Romans and I found that I was a sinner that I can help myself away from going to hell. Uh, cannot do a good work to earn merit. But that's what uh, the Buddhist people believe. If you do bad things, but you do the good things to replace the bad things, and that could help you. But we have a saying in Cambodia, in uh, Buddhism in Cambodia, we have a saying that when you do uh, good 100 times, but you do bad just one time, it will destroy all the goods. Holy Spirit just inspired me like that so I found that 
Oh, I cannot help myself. I need a savior that can help me away from this eternal punishment to hell, to the lake of fire. So I decided to become a Christian about three, four months later. That was in 1994. I've just been blown away in Cambodia. The number of Buddhist shrines and temples and Buddhist monks you see around the place. And I know you made a comment to me uh, in our conversations here that a lot of it is just because their ancestors did it and it's just traditions. Uh, tell me, what would you say is the main difference between Buddhism and Christianity? Um, from your point of view, you've grown up as a Buddhist. What's, what's the biggest change for you? Uh, the biggest change is life and death. I mean, religion and the true God. I thought Buddhism is um, a real religion. I, I thought that Buddha is a real God. Because my ancestors and my parents, they worship him. And so we just follow one another. It's just tradition. And when I was in Buddhism, I thought that's the way. I thought that's, that's the way I can get to heaven. But we have gap in our heart, in our life, that nobody can feel it. Even though we try so hard to practice the laws of the religion. And we still find that life still struggling with so many things. We face hopeless. But when I became a Christian, I see life. I see something that um, nobody can feel this except Jesus. He came, he came to my heart and he filled the gap. I feel life start uh, take place in my heart, in my life. A new life, a new hope and strength. And, um, and that's the biggest uh, changes. I practice many ways. I try to do good things in, in the religion, but still I cannot do it. Even though my conscience, even though in my mind I wanted to do that good, but still cannot. But when I become a Christian, I feel I have a helper that helped me go through that uh, hard time and somebody that can help me uh, not or avoiding doing that bad thing again, like say drinking a lot of Buddhist people in Cambodia drink even though they know that Buddhism teaches them not to drink not to get drunk but I can say 90% or 95% of them get drunk all the time in the Buddhist ceremony and the Buddhist in the Buddhist wedding in the Buddhist New Year's when they have any celebration most of them get drunk and so um they know that when they get drunk, they disobey Buddha's law. They disobey the Buddhism, but still they cannot help themselves from uh, drinking. But when we, we become a Christian, even though Jesus didn't say that um, no drinking, but there's a place that God, the, the God's word say that uh, don't get drunk. You can get drunk in the Holy Spirit, but don't get drunk with alcohol or any drug. Holy Spirit help us to be able not to drink so that's the change that's the things that I have noticed that uh, Buddhism doesn't have anybody that help us but Christianity Holy Spirit help us to be able to live a good life and we know that Jesus did penalty on the cross already we don't have to do anything but also Holy Spirit help us to live a good life also now Chenner um you know, I, I believe that you can't argue with someone's testimony. <laughs> you can argue against 
what they believe, and you can come up with reasons why not to believe in a certain religion or a certain philosophy, but you look at someone's life, you can't argue with it. And clearly I can see in your life that you have found Jesus to be the way, the truth, and the life. You know, there's probably people listening that are thinking, I need to find Jesus as my saviour. How would they do that? Talk our listeners through those steps. Yes, I encourage you that you want to live a blessed life. I can find that you can work hard, you can do whatever you want, but still you cannot have a, a happy life. As me, before I became a Christian, I thought that money, properties or whatever, clothes, cars, fancy house, good job, that is the answer to a happy life. But that's not real. That's just for a while. That's temporarily. So I just give you three questions to think. Question number one is, where have you come from? Question number two is, uh, where are you now? And question number three is, where are you going to? So we have to remember that only the life giver, the life sustainer, that can really give us true life, and not money, but the creator that created universe, creator that created heavens and earth, and everything on earth, everything in heavens, and he's the one. Uh, you cannot see him, I cannot see him today, I cannot see him face to face, and the Bible tells us that we cannot see God face to face, but we will see him one day in heaven, and that's real, and nobody can uh, reject it, that we have spirit in our body, and we cannot see our spirit, but we can see the body. And the body can move only when the spirit stays in the body. And even though uh, you get a doctor to get operation and open up your body, and still they cannot find your spirit. You go to see the doctor, they do ultrasound. Still they cannot see the spirit. But I tell you, your heart keep beating because of the spirit inside the body. And so people work very hard to look after their body. But a lot of them don't want to look after their spirit. They don't care about their spirit. They just care about their living now in the body. But like Jesus said, spirit is the one that will go to either hell or heaven. And that's what I want you to start thinking about your spirit. The spirit come from God. And your spirit will live forever, even though your body die, but you will not die. Body die, but you yourself will not die. And so you have to think where you will go after you leave this earth. I just want you to think about this. Life only comes from Jesus. I can find that happiness, true joy, come only through Jesus Christ. Before I start drinking with my friends, I thought that is the way to get joy into my heart, That, but that's still not away and most of my friends now um, they're still wandering around in the darkness and I get them to church some of them come to the church but I found that after I become a Christian the neighbors start coming to me and talk to me and ask me to to get their children to come to the church with me because they see that my life is different from their children their children get drunk and they just play and they just lazy, they don't study, they don't work and they make their life miserable and dishonor parents, they don't have love, they speak uh, violently to the people and the neighbors just 
find that only life through Jesus Christ. So they get me to get their children to come to the church, and some of them come to the church, and their life changed. Parents was very happy, and some parents become to the church, uh, become to Christian also. They start coming to the church. So please look after your spirit, but not just the body that stay temporarily on earth. It will not stay with you forever. Even though you try to put makeup on your face, you try to put good clothes on your body, but it's still one day nobody wanted want this body, but one that we stay in the spirit, and that's what God. Want to look after your spirit because he is spirit, and spirit will live forever. Now, Pastor Chenner, um, I've just been so blessed to see the fruit of your work. Like the message you share is such a powerful message, and it's really impacting uh, Kempon Chan and this area that you live in. Um, tell us about the work that you're doing here in the church. What, what, what are some of the things that you you're, uh, that, that are passionate on your heart about the work in the church here? Yeah, my passion, my real passion, is to make disciples. Of Jesus in the nation, and it is my heart. But the church have a lot of things to do. We have several activities like feeding programs. We teach kids, new start kids. We take the kids from slums, poor area to the church, and feed them and teach them how to read and write Khmer, uh, mathematics. Teach them English and the Word of God, and we uh, go out bless other people in the village. It's a feeding program too. We feed the children mainly, and also we do um, help um, the moms also. But my real heart is for making Jesus disciples, not my disciples, not any denomination disciples, not Christianity disciples, but disciples of Jesus Christ. That is in my heart. Not disciples of Moses, not disciples of Elijah. But disciple of only Jesus, and that is my heart. So that's why um, that's the reason. Even though I do the feeding program, even though I go out to the village and sharing Jesus, my real purpose is to make them to become um, a real disciples of Jesus Christ. That is my passion. Yeah. That brings us to the end of this week's show. You can listen to this interview again or any of our other interviews. Simply go to historymakersradio.com. Thanks for joining us. History makers.